It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. has a sweet tea in his hand. He's looking up things about the movie with the sweet tea in his hand. Got a McDonald's sweet tea. I'm not enjoying this, but I I, I didn't want to stop you either, but yeah. I got nothing else. Yeah, so I was no. just gonna let you go, but uh, you want me to stop it? No, no, keep this is fine. This will be good for for the actual episode. But just know that the that whole time I was listening to that, like that, that was piped right into. Yes, just know that I didn't. Enjoy you don't it. like it when I sing into this microphone, <laughs> no, I, I, just because it's piped into your ears. Ooh, yes, that's that what might it be is. It. it might. I also, but I also do hate when you sing. No, you don't. Uh, no, you don't. I've seen you when you're drunk, and I've sang at parties when we were drunk. That's but that's you get a, real happy. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. That is the worst time. Like I mm. hate, I hate when we're all hanging around at a party or something, and then everyone's just like, "What if Christian starts singing?" And then just like, "All right," and then you just kind of like, no. I'll say no. I'll say no for a long time. <laughs> Back then, I used to be like, "Okay, I'm down to sing," but now it's not that. Now you fight it. Yes, yes I do is. fight it because like why. It's polite. <laughs> No, not because it's polite, but like, why? Like, I'd rather sing on a stage, like, unless it really does feel good. Like, and like, okay, I'm drunk and I it's, like. It's because you're the not a monkey singing. and you don't want to perform tricks, parlor tricks for people. I understand. Well, it's not that. No, I get it. That's but it. But in a way, it is. <laughs> what it is, it's like, I don't like to do it if I feel like I'm doing it for the attention, but I want to do it because, like, okay, this is a, this is like a feel good thing. Like, that's what I want singing to be. Like, this singing, like really. Like a Mel Gibson movie physically feels good yeah and like if the people around me are enjoying it as well then why the hell not but if i'm purposefully doing it to like okay i'm gonna be the popular kid at the party with the party <laughs> trick fuck that dude like i'm I'm over that but here we are with a podcast and we put it out all the time <laughs> because we think our conversations <laughs> about worth, movies are great listening <laughs> Anyways, uh, um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, welcome to another to episode of ICBTB Podcast. <laughs> thank you for listening. Yeah, no, guys, thank you for listening uh, to this thing. But know that we would do this with or without you. Yeah, if there was no one right? listening. that's what we tell ourselves. We have conversations like this all the time. Alejandro still, still is just as mean to me, and I'm still just as uh, nice to him. Hi, buddy. Fuck you. Um, exactly. um You know, that's but, true. <laughs> just just double down dude i is, i'm looking at google here and there's yeah. like a weird picture of joseph gordon levitt next to what looks like a dr manhattan sort of thing i see that maybe it has something to do with dr manhattan uh, baddies in just a moment we will introduce the movie that we, we, we might. watched we might we might or we could just blue ball the hell out of you and never say it we'll probably say it uh yeah we'll probably say it let's say it right now baddies we watched Project, Project Power. Power, which is hot and fresh on Netflix. It Brand probably new. came out a week ago from the point that what you are listening to this. Um, yeah, I think the Saturday, uh, just the Saturday ago. Yep, just the Saturday ago. It has some heavy hitters. Uh, we're going to get into it because, Alejandro, you're going to hit the nitty gritty, right? Uh, in a second. Yeah, I'm sorry that I'm First, rushing you. I'm going to say this. What? Um, I'm going to do the nitty gritty. You just want to, you don't, that's right. You don't like to be, you don't like being told what to do. You Espe do things yeah. upon your own accord. Especially if I like doing the thing, 
right? That's right. The itty bitty nitty gritty is like maybe one of the only things that like is iconically mine in this in these episodes, right? Uh-huh. I mean, it's just like very. And you don't want me to like. All and, right, Alondra's gonna do it. <laughs> no, I'm not st- gonna do it. You still get to do it. You still get to say all the numbers. No, now I want you to do it. No, I'm just kidding. Just which like, you've made me do in the past. Which is fun sometimes. Sometimes, but if you feel like it. Exactly. It's like it's uh, as long as it's on your terms. Now you're starting to pick it up. Yeah. We've only been doing the show for over a year. Now you're starting to figure it out. I get it. <laughs> I get it. You made yourself the dummy. I don't want to get canceled. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep doing that voice then. I'm I- imitating a child because I know children that speak like that. Keep going. Um. Keep going. That's what that's what you say. Insects. In bed. <laughs> Insects. <laughs> Baddies. We just recorded an episode right before this. So, um, yeah. Uh, my my. I'm warmed up. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, I'm warmed up. Okay, cool. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, we watched a movie called Project Power. It is rated R and uh, was released in the great year of 2020. Uh, it has a runtime of one hour, 51 minutes, or 111 minutes. 111 minutes. Um... You know, they probably could have made this an hour and a half. Yeah. They probably could have made this movie. They probably could have, yeah. They could have cut out Machine Gun Kelly. They, actually, actually. You don't think I have so? a lot to say about that. Okay. Because, I mean, I'm going to let you get, I'm going to let yeah, you do we'll get you. There because that's interesting that you say, I, I really think he was a needless character. I, I disagree. That could have been played by a nobody and been a two second scene and mm-hmm. had just as much. I bet you they didn't pay him that much. I think they. I disagree. Asked him to, you think they paid him a lot? I I look at all the movies he's done for Netflix in the last two three years. Bird Box. Mm-hmm. And that's all I know. No, what the, else has he the done? Motley Crew movie. Oh, he was in that. That's uh, right. He was in this one. He he's been in a handful of movies in the last couple of years. For a rapper to an actor, pretty his common. Acting chops, not too bad. Not too bad. What is he doing though? What is he adding to I that? I think he's better what than Ludacris though. Ludacris is just like, hey, I'm a cop. Ludacris? When does Ludacris play a cop? Um, he plays a cop somewhere. <laughs> he plays a cop. Uh, there has to be a movie where he plays a cop because I've watched something recently where he plays a cop. You have to look it up. Ludacris, I, I, first of all, when I think of Ludacris as acting, uh, phenomenal? I, I, <laughs> you think I, it's phenomenal? I imagine Fast and the Furious. Yes, that. It was his acting in Fast and Furious. No, yeah, yeah. No, there's something else. That's not the only movie he does. I know, but I thought that was, I thought you were going to say that's the movie where he's a cop. Okay. You know, first of all, I I type in his filmography. All Fast and Furious. (laughs) John Henry, which could be on one of our lists. Rock and Roller, Snow, I might Snow be Dogs, thinking of Hustle and Flow, Snow no Dogs. He's in Snow Dogs. Fred Claus, New Year's Eve. I'm not seeing any cop. He has to be a cop in one of those. I think you're thinking of Ice T. I Ice Cube. Ice T is the one Cube. who plays a cop, bro. Ice T plays a cop oh, continuously on, on television. On a show, but Ice Cube also plays a cop in what? Twenty One Jump Street. Yes. That's the. That's not. That's a comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think he also plays a cop in like um, not Central Intelligence. That's The Rock. <laughs> Ice Cube has never played a serious cop. Neither has Ludacris. Um, isn't there a cop movie no with no with I'm Ludacris and Ice Cube, Tracy Morgan cop. and Bruce Willis? That's cop out. Cop out, dude. Too many. You thought cop out was ludicrous? 
Um, or no, Ice Cube. I'm, it's just all mixed up <laughs> Your now. Brain, it's just like, now Now we've thrown so much word salad out at, at the listeners and ourselves. Yes. Our brain is mush. It's mush. We can't do this episode anymore. <laughs> Let's get back to business. Okay. Uh, we definitely didn't cut the episode and come back a day later. Nope. Um, it had a 6 out of 10 on IMDb. A 60% on Rotten Tomatoes, which those hardly ever line up perfectly, but yet here we are. Uh, and a three out of five on Common Sense Media. Okay. Uh, Are you asking me to guess the Google users? You know what comes next. 85%. What are we thinking? Uh, well, I know. Um, so what do you what do you know in? I know a lot of things. I know you know a lot of things, but in, specifically in regards to the Google users, my friend, what do you know? I know you got it right. 85? That's correct. Oh, what's up? I'm about to flip this table if it didn't have don't, so much expensive don't. shit on it. Um, Synapses coming at you. Right at you. A former soldier teams up with a cop to find the source behind a dangerous pill that provides temporary superpowers. That about it? That's it. Uh, it cool, had cool, cool. two directors. A, uh, I believe this gentleman is Dutch, so if I pronounce his name wrong, um, you'll have to forgive me. Henry Joost, okay, J O O S T, and uh, Ariel Schulman. Ariel Schulman, of course, who did uh, well. Her and Henry directed a small film, a documentary called Catfish, and then Holy they helped shit. produce her brother's television show, Catfish. Ariel Schulman's brother is Neve. Schumann. From Catfish. Correct. Yo, man, I've watched a good <laughs> amount of Catfish this Me past too. year. I actually really like that show. I, I do. That's another show that I, I wish they could cut out the first 45 minutes. But like, isn't the like, entire episode nope, about 45 nope. minutes? The whole episode, the whole episode, it's an hour show, right? So we, you want to see 15 minutes. I just want to see, I just want to see them like introduce it and then like, and now we meet. And now we caught the person. I don't person. give a shit about them searching. I need the buildup. It's all the same. We need the buildup. You know why I don't like it? It's because they cut to commercials at the times when they built it the most tense. Uh-huh. Right? And that's why I don't like it. Because then they come back to it, and then it's never like the same amount of tension. Like, they don't go right back into that you're moment. You're right. You're right. They well, never go right back into that moment. Okay, that's because it's on cable TV, right? Uh, it's on MTV. It's on MTV. Even worse. But if this was like a Netflix documentary, docuseries. Which, which the, the documentary Catfish is... Like, when I first watched that, I thought it was a horror film. I thought it was like a Blair Witch style horror but film. It's a real thing, dude. But it, but it's still creepy. Did you watch the Catfish documentary? Mm-hmm. Only, only the series. I remember the commercials for it scared me, mm-hmm. uh, and I was like, oh, I, I, I want. Why is watch it scary? It. Is the person that is catfishing like a monstrous individual? Well, I'll show you the trailer. But the trailer doesn't really explain what's happening. Mm-hmm. Right, like the trailer just says, like, "Oh, I met this girl online. I'm gonna go meet her," and then he shows up at her place, and then like that's the trailer. Okay, so and you're that's ca- it? so you're kind of like, "What the fuck is this?" And it's shot like a Blair Witch style, you know, kind of thing. And what, then, what did uh, she have to do with Ariel? Helped produce that show. That, her that and movie, Henry, I mean? her and Henry directed that movie, and uh-huh. her brother is Neve. So they they're also executive producers on the television gotcha. show. You know they have a they're they're very involved in wow in that's insane that they made the jump from that to this uh really though right I mean I would never have guessed that but think about this is what I keep finding time and time again like mm-hmm. 
uh, Kevin Feige, the guy who leads Marvel, directed a bunch of like sitcoms: The Office, mm-hmm. Parks and Rec. Wow. Same thing with the Russo brothers; they did Arrested Development, uh, Taiki Watiti, like all these people who are doing these big billion-dollar films, huge budget. We'll get to the budget of this film. Yeah. Big budget films. Um, they're coming from like comedy shows and stuff yeah. like that. Like it's really interesting to me where people are getting their their start from and then turning around and making a movie like this, which as many problems as it does have it has a lot of really really high points to it that uh-huh. i think are worth are worth talking about yeah no absolutely with this movie i think its concept is very unique with with an industry like with hollywood being so uh saturated with superhero flick after superhero flick like sure. what can you do differently with a superhero kind of genre that is not pulling from any pre-existing comic book um and yeah, make it so. its own, right? And not only that, but doing the thing of uh, where instead of making a comic book into the real world, mm-hmm. they're making the real real world into a comic. Yes. Right? So, like, in this movie, they reference, like, Batman and Robin, and they reference, like, you know, the struggles of, like, the Hurricane the hurricane Katrina in Absolutely. New Orleans. They reference, like, the just, like, the socioeconomics of America's hierarchy and class system. Like, a lot of these things are addressed... And then it's also like in a Black Mirror world, just like five years ahead and one step to the left. Yeah, yeah, right? I absolutely agree. Um, they make it a point to say this ain't this ain't Batman and Robin. This they is do. real life. <laughs> um, budget. Since we don't know what the box office recoup was, because this is a Netflix film. Yeah. Uh, would you like to guess what the budget for this film was? One hundred and twenty million dollars. Well, is that an overshot? It is. It's $85.1 million. Okay. Which okay. is still a lot of money. Yes. A lot of it seemed like it was uh, done right there. There wasn't huge, huge amounts of special effects. To, like buildings didn't collapse. You know what I mean? I'll I tell thought- you where the money went. The money went to Jamie Foxx, uh, mm. JGL, and um, Machine Gun Kelly's scene. Scene, yes. Scene. I was gonna say his scene took a lot of money for sure in special effects. Anytime they took the pills, the pill itself, all of that was done. His in- scene and also the chameleon bank robber. Yes, that those, scene as well. Those were two very expensive scenes. Uh, and Jamie Foxx is a very expensive actor, yeah. but I don't think JGL is that expensive of an actor. Really? Nowadays, not anymore. After like coming off, well, I guess Looper's a long time ago, and Don John is well, a I long think, time ago. I think he made most of his money on the TV show Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, when he had long hair, that guy. I think I think we we I think as a as a whole, people tend to underestimate uh-huh. you know the the amount of money people make on a show that runs for a, a syndicated television Dude, show. Sitcoms like the lead actor of um, I never watched it. Uh, what's the nerdy one? Big Bang Theory? Big Bang Theory. The, that actor. They all did. All of them are super fucking rich. They, I think at, I think by the end of Big Bang Theory, they were all making two and up million dollars an episode. Wow. That's more than uh, the cast of Friends was making when they were doing well, at and the they were, prime Friends. And they were getting a bunch, dude. Like They are all, like, they're getting a million episodes. But, but because they were getting a million episodes, you know, Charlie Sheen was able to ask for a mil three. And because he asked for a mil three... Other Neil Patrick Harris cast for a meal. That's that's the other thing that like blows my mind about like um, football players. I know this doesn't mean anything to you, but like <laughs> I was not expecting that one to exactly come out of that sentence. <laughs> like Patrick Mahomes just signed a five hundred million dollar contract mm-hmm. with the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. half a billion dollar contract. That's fucking insane, dude. You know what that means, though. Other people are going to be shooting for that. That too. means next year somebody's getting five hundred and ten. 
or 550 or or do you think uh the 600 million dollar mark like maybe and then and then in our lifetime are we going to see a billion dollar athlete a truly, I don't know if our lifetime a truly billion dollar contracted athlete you'd have to be a fucking superhero i mean th- I, we're I, pushing it we're you're pushing it slowly and surely and gradually getting to that level but sure. in our lifetime i don't know we might i mean in my dad's lifetime he watched the nfl be created and now it's now they're signing half a billion dollar players yeah dude that's uh that's wildly insane I, how much do you think jamie fox made in this film 85 million dollar budget he's five five million dollars he's walking away with yeah, at least, and I—that's an easy and, five for him. And I think JGL's making making a cool, cool you know, eight hundred thousand. I—I mean, be very humble of him. Maybe a maybe a mill. I don't think Joseph Gordon Levitt has because I feel like his name was definitely leveraged in this. Jamie Foxx, for sure. Uh, yeah, for sure. And Machine Gun Kelly, all three of them. Yeah. Netflix knew what they were doing, putting these people in this movie. Yeah, uh, they sold it. Correctly and like all the commercials that I saw for this thing, I I kind of knew what I was getting to. I think I even sent you the the machine gun Kelly scene. Yeah, no, that's right? why I really wanted to watch. When this. I first saw that, that's what what made me want to watch it too. Because but they knew it too. That's mm-hmm. also why I was also really um, satisfied or not satisfied, but happy to see that that was like within the first five minutes of the movie. It was real early. Yeah. Thank God that when Netflix is pushing this film, they're not showing us something that's right in the thirty minutes in. Yeah, I'm not trying to wait in. for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so also, also, real quick, since up? we're on the moment, the right amount of Machine Gun Kelly. Yes, I don't want to see him lead a film. I don't, well, I mean, he did that Motley Crue movie for the most part, and I'm okay off of that. You know, it's okay. Just mm-hmm. like in music, I feel like I just want him featured. You know, with in Bird Box, I think that he had the right amount, and they uh, they casted him correctly. The douchebag guy that kind of fucks the girl and then just gets out. I mean, and not just that, but he's also, I think he's a decent actor yeah like i, I said even his persona as a rapper is an act mm-hmm. yeah he knows what i think i used to really he used to really make my blood boil because i am an avid fan of eminem and they had that stupid fucking they had a great feud a great feud and is it still going on nah, nah dude that's like that's that was a great a feud. long time ago my that buddy was like anthony, 2018 shout out anthony garcia um uh, he's the one who like now listen to this song now mm-hmm. listen to this song, and I'd be like, "This is uh, these are some pretty good songs. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fire back and forth." On uh, oh, what, what they were having, what they were writing for each other mm-hmm. like, during their feud. Yeah, I mean, in comparison to Eminem, though, come on, it destroyed Eminem, Eminem is nobody fucking. thought nobody thought MGK was going to win that, and if you did, you don't, you're too young to understand yeah, who Eminem is. If MGK was doing that from a business standpoint, which I think he really was. He was just like, "I'm gonna start this feud that I know I'm gonna lose." But my name hasn't really surfaced in a while. This will bring me back up. I'm clickbait now. If Eminem. I would say yeah. so. If he, uh, how many albums have come out since that feud? Um, from Eminem. From MGK. I don't know. I don't follow MGK like that. That's the Maybe point. Maybe one. That's my point. I'll say just one. How many? Um, how about Eminem? Um, two. There you go. Yeah. No. I'm, and I have no doubt. Go. So I wish Eminem was in this movie. Um, I as wish, that character, dude. I want to see I as as the rapper because the little girl was the rapper in this. And if Eminem was like, "Yo, the, check this out," the flashback scene that she has, or, or flash sideways scene where she like imagines her rapping to the teacher, crazy. That fooled me. I wish 
I, but you know what though? I almost do kind of wish they would have pulled it then at the end of her being like, actually, she's actually a bad rapper. She needs to be like helping cops. She should grow up to be, she should get her shit. Something her, realistic. Yeah. She should actually stop um, pretending to be a fucking rapper and get a job as a uh, uh, police dispatcher. Mm-hmm. And then she can work as like what she's actually good at helping yeah. cops do their job. Because I get the message. It's great to um, aspire as we sit here. Absolutely. Aspire. Doing the millennial equivalent to a garage band. Start a podcast. <laughs> I was just telling somebody, I was like, you know, in the 80s when everyone had a garage band, that's our, that's the millennial that's a podcast. podcast. Because when you tell people you have a podcast, they're like, oh, oh that's cool. What's a nice. podcast? <laughs> My coworkers are slowly um, hating you. No, not hating me, but they're slowly believing it to be more and more of a serious thing. They're like, oh, you're wearing a shirt. Yeah. Now, like, that, now that it's a year in, for sure, I'm getting the same, like, I'm um, getting the same reaction from some family members and, like, some friends who are like, oh, you're still doing that. <laughs> oh, wow. And it's, like, actually becoming something. Wow. Oh. What are the numbers? Oh. You have a website and oh. stuff. Oh. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, maybe I will check it out now. Every oh, week? Thanks. Yeah, okay. twice a week. Yeah, thank twice you. Twice a yeah. week? Oh, yeah. Where do you find the time? Uh, you know, it's, I'm unemployed. <laughs> Um, I think there's a mark on my record that says just don't hire this man. Well, now you could put podcast in that uh, on your resume. I, I think, you know, professional podcaster is what I've been doing in this entire quarantine. So. Dude, honestly, it is something that you should put on your resume. It's a, it's a, it's a broadcasting skill. Maybe. Yeah. It depends on what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Podcaster. <laughs> doctor. Doctor. Hi. I'm here to start a doctor podcast. I didn't go to college. But I do have a podcast about movies. <laughs> Let's get back to the film, dude. We should. I do want to talk about so MGK's scene by far, I think, is the best scene of the entire movie. And I will argue is the scene that took the most money. I well, no, and you said it earlier, the chameleon bank robbery scene was also quite a bit. I think that's in second place, I would have to say. I I think that's a hmm, I have a tough time saying that that's a better scene. The chameleon one or uh, MGK's? I think uh, the chameleon one. I think MGK scene, that whole thing from from him pulling up in the truck to that project with the graffiti, the way it's shot, the Dutch angle of it being like not perfectly, yeah. you know something's up, the fire coming out of him, the, the water torture, the whole figuring out his weakness as the audience figures out the very beautifully crafted and, and, and incredibly done. Solid five minutes, man. But- the action sequence of fighting a chameleon and chasing him down, the chasing of an action film, to me, is always one of the most exciting parts it of the It was really film. cool. It really was cool. But you're, but you're right. I mean, it's tough to say is it, if, if it's better than the fire scene. Um, I will say, in defense of the chameleon scene, the cherry on top for that was JGL. JGL having taken the pill... Having getting shot in the temple. And the reaction of it, the blood in his eye, too. And I was curious. So so beautifully done. Yeah, in the trailers, you see that he has like a bloody left eye. And you're like, how the fuck does he get that? Does he get that when he gets the pill? But to see that it is a repercussion, I'm sad that there was no attention brought to it ever. He never looked in the mirror and was just like, what the fuck? Well, he doesn't. Well, yeah. I guess he doesn't really have to, though. I guess. Um, I really, I want to say, he looks way older in this than I've ever seen him in any movie. Yeah, he got more lines on his face, man. Uh, and I like adult 
Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I like grizzled cop Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I'm down for it, dude. I'm I'm here for it. I'm down. I liked it. I liked him in Looper. I didn't like his makeup in Looper because he didn't look like Bruce Willis. They should have just. It was le- weird. They should have just let him be Joseph Gordon-Levitt's face, and, and we'll le- just believe that we he just turned pretend- into Bruce yeah, Willis. We just pretend. Um, but uh, that was a selling point. Like, wow, that's Joseph. That's Third Rock from the Sun. They well, but by that time it was like that was already after Inception. That was already mm. after Five Hundred Days of Summer. That was already after like. Mm. Uh, hit record his that movement and stuff like that. So that was that was like, you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in his prime. is pretending to be Bruce Willis, and yeah. everybody was like, "Yeah, I, I, I'll watch that." I'll, yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, great movie. I think Looper is super underrated time travel movie. Paul Dano, one of Paul Dano's greatest. Ooh, that's that right. Um, um, but JGL's makeup's garbage. Not in this film, but in Looper. But in this film, yeah, I think he's doing a great job. His power, pretty dope, bulletproof. I wonder how you figured it out. What animal? Well, he took the pill. What animal is that? Because that wasn't armadillo. That can't be armadillo. I'm sure I can shoot an armadillo. Are you? (laughs) Oh, just like oh, I feel terrible. I the the one of the problems that I had with this film, yeah, was the premise of every person has a a spirit animal, and this pill unlocks the spirit animal, or is the animal in the pill? And depending on who you are, that pill reacts to you by either A, giving you this animal in the pill's powers, or B, blowing you up. See, I don't know, because for the for MGK, what animal is that? What animal bursts into flames, right? None. But they also mentioned that some pills can regulate body temperature. That's why yeah. the girl could go the other way. But yes. that's the other thing. regulation like, was what it was. But then that's the other thing is how do they know what's what? They're just guessing. Did they know that girl was going to freeze or did they think that she could have also turned into like a cheetah? Because that would have been a terrible sales pitch if she blew up. Oh yeah. <laughs> if she blew up in if that she, If she turned case. into MGK. If they're like, we're going to turn you into a on fire person. All the people there would be like, the fuck? The fuck? And he's like, just Fem- kidding. Female, female Pablo Escobar would be like, I'm out of here. Oh, that straight up female Pablo Escobar. Pa- pa- <laughs> Pabla. Pablita. <laughs> Pablita Escobar in there. Not impressed. I'm just going to take the pills and go. Um, The girl, the little girl, she does a great job. I think she actually did a good job. Dominique Fishback. If you're acting opposite of someone like Jamie Foxx or JGL, I think she did a fantastic job. Once again, I don't think it's anything on the actors. I think the story did lack. She held her own um, in every scene that she did. She yeah. she she understood what the movie was and what her character has to do, mm-hmm. and brought and brought through it. I mean, at no point did we not understand that she's doing this at the end of the day to to get home to her mom. Yeah. For that soup, for yeah, for right. the soup, the diabetes. It's like it's like uh, when we were in acting classes, and they'd say like, "What is the simple motivation?" And then you build on top of that, right? At the end of the day, you're just writing a letter, mm-hmm. but then this happens, and this happens, and this happens. But get back to what you're really. That doing. was really smart. She says it. I, I like the subtlety of that. She says, "My mom's expecting me to bring her soup." And at the very end, however many hours it was, like one long ass like day. a day, like a, a legitimate full fucking day. day. At sunrise, it comes back home, probably just. Uh, torn up from the schedule and just also, gave her soup. Did she lose her money? Like all the drugs that she was selling, the money that she has when she sneaks back in and we see her stash her money. Yeah. Then at the end of the movie, she gets all that money from from uh, Jamie Foxx. She just has the money somewhere. It so, pops up. So she doesn't lose the money she had from selling drugs. No, she has so that stash. She has just come up. Dude. Yo, she came she up from... one. Was film. her only customer... JGL, <laughs> uh, dude. Honestly, and like that's also her muscle. 
Yeah, all that scene muscle. was really cool. I was confused at first. I was like, "What's their relationship?" That he just so she, she was trying to slang to those three dudes. Kids who tried to rob. Well, two tried kids, to rob her. and then the three, and then one dude showed up, and the three of them tried and to then, rob. And then uh, JGL rob showed her. up on a motorcycle and was like, "Get out of here!" And arrests, quote unquote, arrests her. And then he's actually, like, actually, you got the stuff. You got the stuff. So that was a cool turn. I yes. really enjoyed that. I like the fact because I thought it was going to be. Kind of like what they hint at, a Batman and Robin-esque thing yeah. where he shows up and has to train her how to be a sidekick. Uh, and then what it actually is, is he's a fiend. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely is. I think that's a good trait that they endowed that character with. Because we've we've seen a bunch of cops like JGO just trying to like um, go against the captain's orders and bring down the drug lord by well, himself. I mean, there's only so many cop storylines. Yeah. Right? There's revenge. There's going against the commissioner. There's quitting the force. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only so many things a cop can do. Similar to James Bond. I say it's the same thing like James Bond. Yeah. There's only so many things he does. Yeah. Uh, but he does it really well. I mean, and then even the, the guy who plays the captain in this film has that my hands are tied contention. Oh, you know where he's from? Where is he from? He is from uh, Office Christmas Party. That's fucking where He's uh, the guy they're trying to Impressed. sell the company to or well, whatever. And, and then you know who the, the main drug maker is? He's the guy from Westworld. Oh, Biggie. 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 That's right. Biggie. He's the, you, you were telling me he's the he's bad, the bad cowboy. cowboy. The, the bad bad boy cowboy. Bad, I was trying to wreck... Dandy I'm, Newton's um, boyfriend. What Spoilers. I liked about this movie is that characters had marks from like... So Biggie had like a bunch of like stretch marks on his face and yes, whatnot. Yes. And it's because we finally see his power. He enlarges. What animal is that? Fucking, I don't know, dude. Um, uh, he turns into a giant chode, a wrinkly giant chode, and just, and you see maybe less than a minute of him in that oh, yeah. mode, and he oh, blows up. And then before that, too, like when you see him earlier, he's not, he doesn't have that shit on his face. No, no, he doesn't. I gotta pee. Oh, that's I'm, okay. Did you want to ramp? It'll be quick. Okay, Alejandro's going to go pee. Um, I'm going to go talk about the movie, though. Tell them, tell them your favorite scene, frame by frame. Okay. So I do want to talk about the MGK scene. Um, I feel like Chris D'Elia now with a solo pod. Other than the accusations part, that's that's I, I don't feel like him in that, that sense. I, anyway, I don't want to talk about that. Um, but yeah, my favorite scene was the MGK scene. And... Uh, I liked it because of the special effects and it was kind of cool seeing who MGK was at the very beginning of the movie. He was just trying to slang some of this new school dope, right? This project power, might I say. And so uh, you see that and he looks like a normal dude. And then obviously when the, when time skips forward um, and you see him crack open that door to Jamie Foxx, you see that he's fucked up. He's just uh, covered in burn marks. He's obviously an addict to this new pill. And um, you know that he's done it a bunch of times and that he's really fucked himself up from this. His home is tattered up. There's a lot of attention to detail with this. You know, you don't really see much of his acting chops, but I do think that he's holding up. Wow, that was a fast piss. Or either, either that was a long rant. No, no. Did you hear everything I said? No, but I did hear that you were talking the whole time. MGK. I was talking about MGK. Yes. Yeah, his entire scene. The, uh, so the attention to detail, you know, him having burn marks. Very much like how Biggie's character had the stretch marks from turning big. Great, great. You see the burn marks on MGK's face from having burned himself all the time and from being an addict. Uh, and I wonder if, if, do you think the burn marks are from when he was on the pill and got wet? 
No, I think he's just done it so many times because he's addicted to the power. I think um, because like we notice like how it hurts him right when he gets wet because it's putting the flame out. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if like the first time he did the pill or whatever, he got scared that he was on fire. Took a shower. And jumped in the water or something like that. Wouldn't and, like, be surprised. And then that stopped the reaction, but yet it also harmed his normal. Phys- I don't think you can take his this physiology. Pill- yeah, I don't think you can take this pill and not have like a physical deformity afterwards from it, right? Because I think the it way it really depends reacts- on your power. That's the confusing part. Is like, how are they able to regulate? Now with this, now we're diving so deep that this needs to be its uh, a universe of its own, right? This needs to be for that's why superhero. Uh, franchises are universes right because now we could go into the lore of each character now now if let's hypothetically speak if this movie were to go and become a franchise of its own its own universe and we would see spinoffs and And sequels i I don't know if it will i don't think it will no i i would bet money on that i don't think it's successful enough um then but if it were to go in that direction, then we would be able to see spinoffs that would go into prequels and we could see how Newt became or how MGK became this, uh, what, he, what he is now, an addict and whatnot. Um, and then we could see like Biggie and like what situations the, he used his, uh, his power on. There is a, um, a cut that I wouldn't mind seeing. Like I wouldn't mind seeing. The, <laughs> like a Snyder cut of this. No, well, I mean, I'm like the. Yes. For lack of better terms. Um, like, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, Jamie Foxx's learning of his powers, right? Like, when he's being Damn. tested on. Yeah. Or, or, like, his daughter. We don't know who the, who the mom is. Do they even talk about her, the, his mom, the daughter's mom? Nope. So, did she have powers? Maybe. Was she in the army? We don't know. Does And, like, they mentioned, they, they hint at um, fetal alcohol syndrome. Yes. So, wouldn't that mean that uh, his her mom was on the drug then? Yes. Because fetal alcoholism, I don't think that it wouldn't from be in his sperm. Yeah. It's I don't not think, like he would be. I don't think that's don't how know. that works. I really don't know because then a lot of America would be fucked up because think about a how many. America is fucked up. <laughs> uh, think about how many conceptions have occurred from drunk nights. Yeah. So you're telling me that while I am intoxicated, my drunk sperm goes into you and fucks up the child? I don't think it works that way. So that, mean, that means that the mom. It, it's always the woman's fault. You're right. You're shut right. Up. No, that's not what I'm saying, dude. Oh man! Uh, I was just really quickly looking up at Machine Gun Kelly's filmography. Um, he's in a lot more than than we think. Uh, right off the top, he's in that movie Bright Dirt, that Motley Crue movie. Mm-hmm. Another movie directed by Henry Jost and Ariel Schulman was a movie called Nerve. Never heard of it. Um, again, Project Power. He was in uh, Bird Box that we had already mentioned. Yeah. You know, he's done quite he's done quite a bit of No, he's piling work. up his resume. Like I said, from a rapper going actor, Beyond not not that bad. Apparently he was at WrestleMania 29. Dude, that guy's a twig. You you could pick him up by the forearm and fling him It's WrestleMania, bro. He's not really you know, I mean fucking Donald Trump's in their Hall of Fame. That's crazy. Yeah, that is true. That is true. We have a wrestling Hall of Fame president. That's That's <laughs> fucking wild. How thing. That's so true and so bonkers. Um. Okay, I mean, I, I like I said, kind of a formulaic film. This Very isn't the most uh, groundbreaking story, but it is cool to see, uh, like how they how the three storylines of the characters intertwine, right? So you got yeah. Jamie Fox on this quest to save his daughter, mm-hmm. and then Joseph Gordon Levitt is a 
renegade detective who's kind of set loose on Jamie Foxx without really knowing why. I think that's another question that they kind of just scratched the surface of, of like the unquestioning yeah. loyalty of where he's like, this is the, you want to go after somebody? Go after this guy. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt's like, all right, well, I'm going after this yeah. guy then. Joseph Gordon-Levitt was swayed too easily. What, but, swayed but too easily. Is a good cop. He's a good cop, As yeah. bad of a cop as he is. He does. He gets the the job done. Yeah, um, that's I I do like his character overall. Like uh, I said, it's the hypocrisy of him like taking this drug that he's trying to take down. So let me ask you then: What's Is up? Joseph Gordon-Levitt a good cop or a bad cop? I think he. At the end of the day, he's a good cop. Sometimes, well, like, but don't you see a problem in the fact that here's somebody who's supposed to uphold the law and uphold the justice, uphold justice and things like that, mm-hmm. and yet he's he's doing the same thing that the criminal, whether or not to his point there is laws on the books against this drug or not. Yeah, the problem that I have of calling him a good cop is he's doing the same thing that the criminals are doing. Yeah, I mean. I think how I'm defining it is a little different. It, I think it's like, yeah, he's doing a bad thing. And it comes with intention and the actions. At the end of the day, now that he's brought down uh, whoever manufactures this, is he still going to do it? Now, I'll say that he's a bad well, if he, he gets t- addicted to it and he just does it recreationally. We watched him take a whole bunch out of that case right before Big Boy destroyed the, the tunnel. I was just scared he was going to blow up. And uh, he didn't take all of those pills. No, he had like... He brought. He took like ten. He took a bunch. He took like three. No, he he ate like three. He, he, he ate took three. like ten. He ate three. He stole about ten. So he has seven left over for each day of the week. So the following I mean, week, what's he gonna treat it like lewds after the eighties when people are like, "They're well, never gonna get these again." So like one every seventeen years. Now, does it give him super strength or just a bulletproof ability? Because he punched the shit out of that chameleon. So that's where I wonder: is the animal that he get like the thing from I Fantastic Four? Don't know, man. I don't know. What is Jamie Foxx's power? Because he kind of just distorted all, all physical matter around he him. He just like pushed. What animal? Well, I mean, damn it! I wish God. You, I wish you had watched Umbrella Academy, dude. I'm not, give me time. It's one of those shows where Melissa's making me wait to watch it with her. You know what it is? It's almost he almost had like borderline Doctor Manhattan powers. Borderline for sure. He no right. Doctor Manhattan would kill him in a fight. Like I always wonder where it's just like um, it's almost unfair that like Doctor Manhattan's even around because it's just like it's just not. Yeah, you could never put Dr. Manhattan in a fighting game. It was you that brought it up. I think in Injustice 3, rumor is that Watchmen are going to be in the Injustice 3 video game. But it's like, well, why would I fight against Dr. Manhattan? He's just going to like... It would have to be Dr. Manhattan, the physicist, prior to him getting Uh, locked in. I forget, Steve, or or something like that. It's not Steve. I don't know. You got the book. You got my copy. That's right. I'm sorry I haven't read it yet, but I will. Um, But it would be him. And so I could imagine him in like fighting stands and he'd just do a bunch of equations to take you down. If you took the pill. I knew this. Qu- I was hoping. It has to come up. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, so here's the, so a couple questions then. The end of the, the end question is if you took the pill, what animal and what power would you have? I'd blow up. I think I'd be that you person. You'd be that person. I already, ju- I just told you. That I have bad gut health. <laughs> I take this so pill. So taking a random pill. I blow up. Who knows what they're using to make this pill? Yeah, dude. It's probably spicy. It's pro- There's sriracha for sure there's in this pill. There's turmeric in there. There's turmeric. There's for sure fennel. <laughs> the fennel seeds. You need some more. Yeah, you need some more fiber in your diet, bro. Yeah, I, um, uh, for sure, dude. And like, I, th- I think my. I, but that's my. So let me ask you then, so I can figure out what mine would be. I, yeah, I'm curious as to what you think. Is it is. your spirit animal, or is it whatever animal like reacts? Like, does each pill have 
So so let me ask you this. Does so I want to know so much more about this movie. Does each pill have a little bit of every animal in it? And then your body just like reacts to one of those animals in the pill? I guess so. I guess. I mean, I think rather rather that than your spirit animal. Because I feel like there'd be too many animal. of the... Spirit animals is what really what people feel that sure. they uh, connect with. People would be flying around. They'd be birds and shit. Everyone be, would be a fucking yeah, bird. Or a fish. They'd be underwater. Everyone be a fucking fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like for the people, uh, you know, lady girl that froze to death, I don't think she thought she was a polar bear in her uh, spirit life. Or maybe... or But you know what she did think? What? That she was really cool. Yeah. The way she walked in, the guy that she was with, she thought she was super cool. And MGK thought he He's was fire. Shit. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You like that? Yeah. Hey, that that's, that's good, right? That's there, actually bro. really good. Okay, um, let's do this. And then so JGL. That, so, that, so that means I turned into MGK's fire thing. Oh, it's you think you're hot as shit. And JGL thinks he's hard as shit. But that means every single rapper, and you know there are turns rappers in this universe, turns into either JGL because they think they're bulletproof like 50 Cent. I will say, yes, or they're MGK because they're Because <laughs> they think they're fire. fire. <laughs> uh, I, two things. I want to see what happens when Robin takes the pill. Because you know mm -hmm. she did. Deal they always say dealers don't get high on your own supply, but the reason why they have to make that rule is because dealers get high on their own supply. Yeah. What would... And I know we're all thinking, oh, she must rap super good. No, that's not what an animal, animal though. A yeah. hummingbird? Maybe my, a hummingbird. Maybe a bird. I would like my animal to be bear. I would like to like take the pill and get like the the power and like the 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 size of a bear. Uh-huh. And just fuck shit up, dude. Yeah. Okay, okay. Grizzly bear. Aesthetically, but, what do you think you'd look like? Would you would you get the hair? I would get I would grow to eight feet tall. Yeah. And gain 200 pounds. <laughs> I so, love this. So I'm big now. Yeah, I'm big now. Yeah, man. And then uh, my hands are now the size of dinner plates. <laughs> okay. And you're going to say, dinner sure. And I grow a little bit, not a full, not a full, just a little bit of a snout, like just a little bit of a protrudence. Oh, you'd be so scary. And then, um, yeah, but, you know, only for five minutes. It is only for five minutes. It is... Do I do want to ask, do you think it was helpful or detrimental that they had that timer? Uh, detrimental. They should have set the timer for four minutes, 50 seconds. Yes. So that they, so have, they have 10 seconds of their own knowledge. To, to like get out of the bathtub if you're made of fire or to like not be right next to a gun if you're not going to be invincible yeah. anymore. You know what I mean? Like Because it's giving you your enemies... The time. Now they also have a countdown to exactly oh, they, when you're, you're no vulnerable longer. now. Exactly. That's yeah. See? Exactly. Unagi. Unagi, my friend. Um, what do you rate this film? Uh, you know, I it's a solid three point five. Mm -hmm. It's a fun movie, but it's a simple movie. Yeah. It's um it's a cool concept. I can't see I think it would also be a mistake if they make two or three more movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, oh, oh. What's up? I know what animal Jamie Foxx was. What? He was the pistol shrimp. He said it. That's, he said it he in the it. movie. The pistol shrimp, which is apparently an animal that moves its legs so fast that it vaporizes the water around it and it uses that to kill animals. So when it was raining, he was able to use the water oh. around him. To turn it into a, a vapor, or not a vapor, but like a plasma, to kill 
His That's enemies. so comp that you have to be in such a specific environment. Dude. He has to explain it 30 minutes He's before. He's like, meet me at an aquarium. But here's the other thing. is, I did kind of, when it started raining, think to myself, oh, someone's going to be a pistol shrimp. Oh, I completely forgot about that. I thought they just added the rain for dramatic effect. Well, most movies, most most movies would. The uh, the dude that kind of looks like a uh, Sean Penn that walks in with the girl that freezes to death. <sighs> yes, he's I a famous YouTuber. Uh, I I've seen him in other movies. His name is Casey. Oh, I'm never gonna be able to pronounce this. Casey Nasat Niasat, something like that. He he looks super familiar. He's to a like, famous vlogger and YouTuber. I couldn't think of what other movie he was in that was reminded me of it because I don't know his YouTube page. Yeah, I mean, if you just look up his name, it'll bring and you go to videos. It shows his entire YouTube catalog, and Maybe he has a bunch. YouTube. He's uh, he's the type of person that's like, um, what would you do with twenty five thousand dollars? And then he shows the viewers what he does with twenty five thousand dollars. Or the most recent video that I just saw today, upon doing research for this film, was. Uh, his experience with the most expensive airline ticket that you can purchase. So, oh, he does like travel videos. He does travel like just. I've seen him. Shit. I've seen him in a do a travel video where he where he like goes first class on an airplane or something like that. Yeah, or a train. My dad's really into train videos. That's like such people, an Alfred thing. People getting it is the That's, most Alfred thing. I'm not surprised. He, people who just like get on a train, they're like, "We're riding from Amsterdam to Milan." And then it's just like them watch for that. like the next hour and a half. We're just watching them like, oh, I ordered the chocolate croissant and it was a little dry, but it's okay because I'm on a train. Hey, I'm kind of down actually. I'd watch that for maybe roughly five and then I'd tune out. You know, roughly I've five. tried. I, I'll watch a couple. I'd get to the chocolate croissant and then I'd tune out. Yeah, sometimes it's interesting, but... Um, um, I'd rate this a three out of five though. Uh, I think visually and aesthetically... All the all the special effects executed very very well, um, but the storyline it, it it lacks in that area uh, so much potential. I think the key word for my review of this film is potential, because the concept is so unique that they could have done so much more. Um, if it was going to be this formulaic, like you had said, mm-hmm. dumb it down to an hour and a half. Yeah, it didn't need to be. It didn't need to be a two hour movie of what is the sex in the city. It. I don't understand. That was two hour. That was two hours. Oh. <laughs> I, that one didn't feel like it because I enjoyed every second I of it. Enjoyed that too. Uh, do you have a best person on set award? Yeah, actually, I do. Um, give me a second. My best person on set award goes to Ivan Moran, who is the visual effects supervisor. He has a video on YouTube, a video on YouTube where he breaks down how MGK's five minute scene uh, was made, and it is so interesting. Y'all could find that on YouTube. Um, but yeah, my, my, um, best person on set award goes to him because he obviously did a lot of work on it. I agree. And it's funny because it goes hand in hand with my best person on set. Who award. is it? Her name is Ashley Levy. Okay. Uh, she is the makeup department head. Hey, that's a really good one too. I think the realism, the realistic <clears throat> scarring that like MGK has even in the very beginning. Yep. Or uh Cowboy or Biggie when he Biggie. like has the scars. That isn't done in a computer. That was done by makeup and looked really well. The 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 scarring yes. that people have from the from from the the after effects of the pill was all done in camera on makeup. The effects of the bullet hitting JGL's head, that was visual effects. Yes. And I agree, was very well done. 
Huge makeup department, huge props to them. I think they did an incredible job making this world that can be very comic booky, very real. Yeah. MGK's in that video, MGK's makeup alone, separate from the special effects of the flames that were put on him, five hours oh of makeup God. every single day. He looked dope in the beginning when he's drinking that big gulp wearing his wearing yeah. that Nike jacket. I almost bought that jacket, dude. You should have. You know, that's a very specific look. If you could pull it off, dude. That's a very specific. But uh, that's the thing, though. You know I mean, aren't I mean? we? Shouldn't we go for specific looks? I guess we should try to stand out I'll a little very, bit. Have you seen? I'm fascinated by uh, like Hong Kong fashion videos. Have you found those on YouTube? Not videos. I just see them all over community colleges. But it, but no 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 no. You got to see like videos of like high fashion people walking like the streets of like Hong Kong and stuff like that. Uh huh. They're wearing jackets like that, like that a that ACG parka wow but but they look good right they have like the skinny jeans and the nice shoes and that long jacket and then mm -hmm. the very like asian chinese face look to them mm -hmm. uh, and they make it they make the look really good but they're making a choice even yeah. in their culture and in their look yeah they're making a choice to look that way i don't know if one i have the confidence but two uh to like that's half of it is the confidence dude they make it look I'm it's crazy that fashion I'm, is now becoming like this statement uh disproportionate um class system no dis no 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 that's a little too deep into what i was saying <laughs> like the like sorry my bad we're almost like done here. <laughs> super baggy shirts but very skinny jeans that's like kind of a thing like sure. or now it's becoming super baggy everything like we're bringing the early 2000s back when 2010 yeah. to yeah, 2015 not, was skinny yeah. everything right or like sweatshirts and leggings for girls Yes, yes. That's, which I'm not that's, complaining. That's a about. look that'll always. Be, but that's a look that like came up and like will probably never go away. Something that's uh, that will never go away is a white t-shirt and light jeans, regardless or of jeans. fit. Just I jeans, think, period. Just jeans, dude. Dark, I think light, white, blue. That will always be there. Shorts, yeah. shorts. It depends on the cut of the shorts because I I used to wear shorts that looked like that would go up to my uh, calf, to the to the middle Me of too. my shin. Me too. I think those are called capris. Capris. Um, uh, yeah. Now my shorts generally go uh, like an inch uh, onto my knee. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I used to like to have my shorts go past my knee, mm -hmm. like, uh, I don't know, fucking John Cena. Um, and then like for a while there, I like to have my shorts like above my knee. But, you know, Dickies tend to usually ride right at my knee and that's tends to be where I'm at. Gotcha. No, I, get, I, I think that's a good length. I think now that I'm in this, like I've talked about it before, like I'm in on this short You're mid-thigh. You're mid-thigh shorts. I'm mid-thigh. And I think it's but because I'm kind of proud of my quads. You should be. And you have a good... We, we can't see on the camera here, um, but my thighs look weird. I have weird hair... Uh, not that gross, but it's actually the opposite. I have weird hair that does not grow on my thigh. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it's not bad, dude. It really isn't. It really isn't. No, although here's the part where it gets it's weird, fine. and only a handful of people will know this, and boy, am I bearing my soul to you baddies. The hair that's now growing on my thighs isn't coming from my legs. Uh -huh. It's like... Coming from the pubes. It's like my pubes growing down my legs. I have a question. Like, how do... <laughs> this is the end. This is, this this is, is the end. Of our podcast, period. Period. No more episodes after this. <laughs> how, like, in the pubic region, how do you fade it into your thighs? You or know, that's do you the just... hardest part is, like, when I'm trimming to try and get, get it going. Yeah. Speaking of which, I need to borrow your hair trimmers. For my head, not for my balls. I don't know, dude. <laughs> um, when I when I trim it, I imagine like okay, this is the end zone. From okay. here past, I'm getting rid of. Yeah, but then it always comes back. It always you 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 have infinite 
tries. I have infinite hair. Infinite lives, we'll call it, <laughs> to make this uh, associated with a video game. Um, you could always try it again. I mean, but In you're months. a single guy. Who knows if you're going to get poon on those off days where you have like a weird trim day. And like, Usually if I'm going out, I'm going to clean it up. Okay, like whether just clean like it it's been whether I did it yesterday or three months ago. If I'm going out, I'm gonna clean up. You're gonna look at it. You're gonna. I'm gonna clean up if I'm going out. Make sure the fellas uh, looking all groomed, ready to go. Get the soldiers in order. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, ladies. Yeah, take a little bit of cologne. Pat, 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 pat. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> like aftershave. Uh, I, we have a mutual friend. Before we go, uh, put him on blast. <laughs> I'm not gonna say his name. He says to dictate how hard of a day that he's had. Before he hops in the shower, he smells, he smells um, the sweat from his like inner thigh. Again, not a thing that uh, not every guy's done it. Not every, every, every guy's done it. done it. Not every guy can admit to it. Just like everyone likes the smell of their own farts, but nobody likes the smell of other people's. Do farts. girls like the smells of? Yeah, they do. Okay, I can imagine that. You know, I I know they do. I've, well, at least the girls that I've talked to about it. Oh, they're like, yeah, <laughs> I bask in it. They're just like, yeah, I just I cup it. Put it, put it in a cup. Splash it on my face. <laughs> oh, like you're washing your face with some proactive. Uh, shout out, uh, here's to all the bullies out there. You can fart your hand and throw it at people. I do it to Christian all the time. It's a terrible thing. And if you also... But it's hilarious. Now, think about like how silly of a thing that is. Yeah. That I can throw a fart. You turn into a pro- projectile weapon. It's it's hilarious. It is. It's really funny in retrospect. To, to somebody else. But in the moment, yeah, and if you're not the yeah. person being <laughs> gas-bombed right there. It's fart-throwing. Yeah, dude. Throwing. Uh, throwing. Um, on that note, you want uh, anything else you have to say? Follow us on Instagram. Oh, uh, follow us on Instagram, but also. Also. Turn on the notifications. I've been reading about the Instagram algorithm. It helps us, guys. It really does. Meet yes, it new is. people and get new baddies. If you turn on notifications for our posts, stories, and IG lives. Yes. Thank you. And also <laughs> YouTube. We launched our- uh, Yeah, hit that bell thing. YouTube. Um, <laughs> hit that smash bell thing the, the back, like button. On the back of her throat. Yeah, Cardi B, uh, baby. Hey. Wap, wap, wap. Um, <laughs> I know they don't say that. I just don't want to say the whole thing. <laughs> but you know what? They're like- I bet you WAP is going to become like... I was just thinking about that, yeah. It's going to be you, a ser- it's going to be a word. Before... Ugh, what? This episode is being pushed and pushed and pushed. That's okay. Before I realized what that WAP was an acronym, I thought WAP was like the sound of hitting a wet-ass pussy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pop, pop, pop. Wap, 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 Right? Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I was just having a text... I thought it was an onomatopoeia. I was having a text convo with uh, Melissa where we were just saying... So WAP means wet ass pussy. Uh-huh. And then I texted her WAP, wide ass penis. And then <laughs> she texted me um, TAP, thick ass penis. And I t- sent her back uh, WAP again, wrinkly ass penis. So now I've developed this game to use WAP or anything of like uh, like TAP, DAP. Just make it bub- uh, like wrinkly ass penis or yeah. something ass pussy. Make, make everything. Wrinkly ass penis. <laughs> wrinkly ass penis. That'll turn a girl. MDD. Wrinkly ass penis. Yes. Uh, I'll come out with that song. All right, chill. <laughs> uh, sign uh, sign us off. I got this. Mm, got uh, this. Uh, wrinkly uh, ass uh, penis. Uh, 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 uh.